Hello and welcome to A Bit Above Podcast. I'm Audra. And I'm Hadassah. And we are two average women living oceans apart. Our show displays a reachable lifestyle where we work to be better versions of ourselves in our day-to-day life. We know that the constant strive for perfection can lead to anxieties and disappointment, so we make changes that enhance our lives without giving up the things we love. Join us each week as we chat about motherhood, positivity, feel-good stories, relationships, and everything in between. So we got an amazing interview coming up right now. We are waiting right now for Morgan Hulsman. She is also known as Morgan number two on the Bobby Bone Show or Remy's mother, who is her dog. And she is here to talk with us about social media culture, which is awesome because Audra and I had a little mental vision board back in the day of what we wanted on our podcast, different guests, whatever. And so Morgan was placed in the social media category because she runs the digital stuff on the Bobby Bone Show. Yes, there is a better word for that. Let me go check what it is. We can't use like digital guru. <laughs> digital, no, let's let's avoid guru. Digital program director. Oh, fancy yes. titles. I so, love it. Yeah. Oh, no. Thankfully to Morgan, she has agreed to come on and talk to us about a topic that basically everybody should relate to in some way. I assume if you're listening to this podcast, you have social media. If not, I'm very curious how you found this podcast. (laughs) A lot of B-teamers listen to the show, and we do talk about what B-team means, and that is listeners of The Bobby Bone Show. The Bobby Bone Show, for those who don't know, is a country music morning radio show that Audra and I are passionate listeners of. And that's how we met. We met through the B-Team group, which is a fan group for the B-Teamers. So that's basically the gist of it. If you're a B-Teamer, you know who Morgan number two is. But if you are not, I really hope that you are excited to get to know somebody who deals with social media every single day, who gets to see the good and the bad of people every day. And we hope that she can Give us a positive light on social media. She's going to be a fun guest. Like, I can't wait. We have so many questions for her. And I know we won't be able to get to them all, but we're going to try to get through as many as we can. We just want to say, if you're new to this podcast, before we start, we're going to keep this quick, obviously, because we got a lot to discuss, but we want to speak to you. We want to have as many stories, as many voices as we can on the podcast. One reason why Audra and I started the podcast was so that we can share our voice. We had a lot of things to say and we found that our conversations with each other were really interesting. So we want to give other people, anyone, really you, we want to give you a chance to come on and speak about things that either are relatable or unique. So feel free to email us. We're going to give all that information in the end of the podcast, but you should reach out to us if you feel like you've wanted to be on a podcast or you've thought about starting one and you want to get your toes wet a little bit is that even a saying if you wanted to get your toes wet. <laughs> I mean we can't promise you that <laughs> but yeah so if you like that idea definitely reach out to us but for now we're gonna welcome Morgan Hulsman onto the podcast hey guys. hi how's it going Morgan I'm good how are you guys good for Tuesday yeah what? Yeah, Tuesday is a great day. I hear there's a song written about it. 
This is actually why we invited you on, so we can ask you if we can hear the Tuesday song more often, because I'm sure you get that question all the time. <laughs> I do. That question does get asked very often. How was vacation? Was it everything you ever imagined it to be? It's been really good. It's been really good. Like not even just getting to travel, but just getting to have some time off. I mean, we haven't had time off since before the pandemic. So it was really good to be off. I saw you were actually up in my neck of the woods. I'm in New Hampshire. Oh, yeah. I mean, we were traveling all the way up and I have now learned the Northeast and New England and how everybody says it in all many different ways. Did you come back using the word wicked? I think I already used that a little bit unintentionally, but yeah, I did hear that was a big word up there. I mean, I don't want to throw her under the bus, but oops. Um, When she <laughs> saw you were in like, I don't even know if it was even in her state. It was like somewhere in the nearby states. And she was like, Morgan number two is in my backyard. I was like, girl, get out of here. <laughs> Go back to sleep. <laughs> well, I travel all the time. So you were over by where I had just been the previous weekend because every weekend I like escape home and work and got to go away, got to see new scenery. So where I am centrally located in the middle of New Hampshire, an hour's drive, I'm in Vermont, Mass or Maine, like in a split second, it seems. So I'm like, I go there. I've been there. Like I was just there last weekend. I'm like, this is amazing. Love that. That's what was so cool about up there was everything was just so close together that you could do it all. There's nowhere else in the U.S. that you could go to that many states in a week. So that was really cool about it. It's great. It's great to have a small town. Yeah, I'm very jealous of where you live. You get to explore all the time. We did want to start off with a little game. And I say that because we try to do like rapid fire round things, but we always end up talking too much. So this is literally this or that. That's the name of it. So we don't we can't stay on the game for too long. I mean, I know Audra and I have a lot to say about everything, but we got a list actually from the B teamers. We said, what do you want to know? This or that? Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So I mean, literally, it's one or the other. So this or that starts with cardio or weight. Oh, definitely weights. I hate cardio. I hate running. I love to box. So that's why that's my fun form of cardio, because otherwise I would not do it anyways. Like I'm all about doing the weights and keeping my brain active that way. Otherwise I'm on the treadmill and I'm like, I've only been here a minute. This is awful. Pie or cake? Uh, Definitely, definitely cake. I love apple pie with ice cream, but that's really about, or, or pumpkin pie at Thanksgiving. But other than that, I really don't eat pie that often. And I will down a chocolate chip or funfetti or red velvet cake any day of the week. It doesn't even have to be a special occasion. Oh, yum. All right. <laughs> this one, they were intense. The Taco Bell suggestion, cheese quesadilla or spicy potato soft taco. Do you even know what those yeah. are? I, I do. Oh, I know everything on that menu. Okay. <laughs> Even though I don't eat it, all of it, I know everything on that menu. I don't like spicy things. So I don't actually like the spicy soft taco, even though I love the potatoes. So I would go cheese quesadilla. Jeans or leggings? I mean, jeans make my butt look good. You know, like <laughs> why not rock those? But I mean, leggings, I live in leggings all the time. I think we were all like really heavy on jeans before corona and now everyone's like go leggings yeah somebody tells me i have to dress up i'm like so you mean leggings with like a nice shirt right (laughs) exactly the minute that became a trend i was like thank god (laughs) (laughs) i love it high heels or flats Ooh, high heels i'm so short that i always have to wear high heels or a wedge or of some kind i think the only form of flats i have are a pair of sandals even my sneakers have platforms I'm short and I am a flat. I'm so afraid I'm going to trip and fall or get stuck in something. Because you would, like you would. No offense, I'm sorry, (laughs) throwing you under the bus again, but I've heard some stories. (laughs) 
Hey, it's okay. I think I think being uh, clumsy comes with being short. I think that's just part of it. For sure. Hey, I'm definitely going to use that because it, it's a challenge. Um, oh, now they're a competition. Taco Bell or alcohol? <laughs> oh, Taco Bell. I'm a foodie all the way. Like, I know people think I drink all the time and I do love to have me a good time. But like during the week or anything, I'm not drinking. Knowing the B team, how they know you. Do you know, do you understand it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. Well, that's and it's so funny because I also take pictures. I love taking pictures with props. So like I'll always have alcohol in my hand, even if it's the only drink I had that night. So it's just very common that people are like, oh, she's a partier. And I am. I love to have a good time. But like if I had to choose between alcohol and Taco Bell, Taco Bell all the way. I love food. I could eat it like three times a day. They have, ooh, Wichita or Nashville. Oh, that's probably the hardest one so far. I was nervous about this one. (laughs) I know. Well, because my family's in Wichita. So like not choosing that is like not choosing. Yeah, but your paycheck is in Nashville. So... I know. Well, and I, I love Wichita and my heart is always going to be in Nashville because it's for, or Wichita because it's where my family is. But I do, I would choose Nashville just because of the lively city. There's always something to do. So. Well, then that will roll into a night in or a night out. <sighs> a night out. <laughs> I love nights in and I love a good binge, but I'm very, very outgoing and very social. So I can only do a few nights in before I kind of go stir crazy. And you definitely need the night out for sure. (laughs) Morning person or night person? We might have established. (laughs) Surprisingly, I am a night owl. Huge night owl. Like this, the morning show job killed me because like I used to love to stay up till 12, two o'clock in the morning, like watching all kinds of things. And now I have to go to bed at like nine and my body does not know how to handle that. So (laughs) definitely a night owl, even though that's not what my job works with. (laughs) Beer or wine? Hmm. That's hard. Wine gives you a really bad hangover, like really bad hangover. And beer, Makes you know, you over time gains weight. Yes. <laughs> Which is the lesser of the two evils? That should have been the question. And I feel like we think that wine is healthier because it doesn't make us feel as bloated, but all the sugar in there, like we're probably just maybe not know all that. It probably gives us a belly too. I think I would actually choose neither and choose vodka. That's an or instead of a this or that, it's an or. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It goes good with everything. And then I had vodka in a um, Baja Blast and I was like, this is great. Y'all, if we keep talking about this, my hands are going to go towards the fridge to get the bottle <laughs> of wine I know is in there. So let's move on. Speed round. I've seen Hadassah on a bottle of wine. It was a good time, let me tell you. It's probably have an episode. <laughs> uh, big city or small town? Big city. I love small towns and the way they feel and I like visiting them, but I definitely love the busyness and the activities in a big city. Well, this will go according to where you're just on vacation, road trip or plane rides. Plane rides are a lot more comfortable. I loved the road trip we went on and it was so much fun, but like I couldn't do it all the time because that's a lot of work. That's a lot of time you have to pay attention to the road. (laughs) So I think I would choose plane rides. On the air, talking live more, or off the air, behind the scenes working on digital more? Oh, man. That's a hard one, too. You've been ambushed. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even really think about this. Um, I mean, I really love the on the air side. That wasn't originally kind of part of what I was supposed to do. So it's been a surprise. 
Um, and I do eventually want to go into TV and some sort of thing like that. So I think I would lean towards the on air, but I really love the ability to build a brand and, and really shape the whole idea of a brand through social media. So that's really hard. Like I'm like uh, 59, 39, uh, whatever the math is. I'm really bad at math. Um, <laughs> say we can give it the equal sign. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's- I, I would say equal, but a little, if I'm really choosing, I'd lean more towards the on air side. Before we get to know you a little bit more, I do want to say that I have a bone to pick with you because I have this weird thing in my head that like something about theme songs really just F with my head and your theme song to best bits of the week. It bugs me because I love it. And I'll listen to your episode and I enjoy it each week. And then I find myself late at night trying to fall asleep. And I hear like, we got it for you. best." Bits. And I'm like, I just trying to go to sleep here. It's, it's a good song. But yeah. I love that. That was, that was all scuba Steve. It was one of his friends and we were just kind of messing with the podcast. Cause it was kind of a, on one idea. And he threw that in. I was like, that's sweet. Let's do it. Let's run with it. I was actually curious who did it. It wasn't scuba, but it was a friend. So yes, but he, he got the idea and he, he put it all together. That's amazing. I love that. All right. So in getting to know you more again, what is some of your favorite childhood memories growing up in Kansas? I mean, I have a lot of memories. Like every Easter, we'd go out to my grandparents' property and we'd hunt Easter eggs on this massive land with all of my cousins and my sisters and everybody would be out there. And my grandma and grandpa would always help me steal Easter eggs because I was one of the youngest ones and they would help me add to my (laughs) eggs. Um, And also out there, we, I grew up with four horses. So we would go horseback riding. My dad would take us fishing and we did all the the country, typical Kansas thing. So I had a very active and outdoor childhood, which was really cool. Um, And then same goes for my my grandma on my mom's side. She had her own land. So we'd always go out and see her and she'd have chickens running everywhere and all the animals. So I think a lot of like my favorite memories are really just spending time with my entire family out on each of those like respective properties or at Christmas time when everybody would get together and it, Christmas time is a huge deal for my whole family and they would deck out the whole house and we would spend all of that with my mom's like homemade recipes. Like my dad typically would cook for us growing up and um, cause my mom was always working. And so my dad would cook, but then my mom during holidays would always make like her infamous meals. And it was like the best time of year because we got mom's cooking and it was just as good as dad's, but we never got it very often. And so she would make like poppy seed bread and red velvet cake and homemade potato soup. And I'm pretty sure, um, I mean, between the two of my dad wanting to eat everything and my mom having such good recipes that that's where my love of food came from. So those are some of them. I know there's so many more, but those are definitely a few that stand out for me. Yes. And for those who don't listen to the Bobby Bone Show, Morgan has a lot of segments, well, two, one, one or two about food. So she's definitely known for her food knowledge. Yes, I'm definitely a big foodie and I love to do recipes and cook and all of that stuff. Growing up, did you know what you wanted to do? No, unfortunately, as Bobby Bone Show listeners know, I wanted to be a singer at one point in my life, which was never going to work out for me. Um, (laughs) Do you have a memory of a time where Morgan tried that out on the show? (laughs) Girl, you still did way better. I can't even hum that you good. Star. Okay? You were a star. I don't know if singing was your future, but the fact that you did it, you're a star. 
I, I will admit I had talent to match other people. I was never going to be a star on my own. I could be in a chorus and I could do choirs, but um, yeah, that, that starlight as far as singing goes was never mine. So singing was one, a veterinarian was another, and an ice skater was another one. I mean, I have a huge love of animals, but could not do the blood side of everything. Tried ice skating, was not very good at it. And again, y'all know the singing side. So those were my three features. Uh, Can you share about your journey from when you chose to go into journalism to where you are now with the position you have on the show? Yeah. So by the time I did go to college at K-State, I knew I wanted to do journalism. So I had picked journalism as my major with an emphasis in digital media straight out of the gate as a freshman. And um, because of some things that had happened in high school, um, bullying situations, I had graduated high school like kind of a semester early. And so I did a whole semester of college before I even got to college. So I got into college and started doing, by the time I was a freshman, the second half part of my freshman year, I was already starting into my degree. Whereas most people know your freshman year, you're kind of working on all of the basic classes and trying to figure out what you wanted to do. I was already full speed ahead into journalism. And so I spent three years, graduated after three years of doing all of that journalism, all of the extracurricular internship work, and went back home to Wichita. Um, So Kansas State is like three hours from my hometown. And so I went back home and about three, yeah, three or four months after graduating, I got my first job as a digital director at iHeart in Wichita. So I oversaw four different radio stations and all of their social media, websites, apps, everything like that. The different radio stations, meaning pop, country, um, alternative, and a, there's one more that I can't think off the top of my head. Um, must have been but really for- memorable. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot, but it was really fun and I really enjoyed it. Not really what I anticipated. When I had studied journalism in college too, I thought I wanted to be a news anchor. That was kind of my plan. And then everything shifted towards the end because I was like, I don't know that I can sit in that negative environment all the time. Not the actual anchor job itself, but all the news you're reporting on is just very negative. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, well, you know, maybe there's something in TV and entertainment. And that's really what I was going for was on camera work, TV, entertainment side. And it's just very hard to get into the world regardless, no matter what you're trying to do. And so the iHeart job came along as a digital director and I had a decent amount of digital experience. I was kind of winging it though. It was a lot of me trying to just figure out what all of that meant. But it was 10 months into that job. I must have done something right. And I got promoted to go down in Nashville and be the digital director for six radio stations in Nashville. And I was doing that job for about 10 months when the opening with the show came up and they were like, let's try her out. And I auditioned for like, I say auditioned. I was kind of sitting in for like two weeks for them to decide if they wanted to keep me and I did something right. So then, you know, fast forward four years later and here I am. Well, you definitely did something right because I don't listen to the news. So I'm so glad that you went to radio so we could hear and see you there because I would never know who you are if you were on the news. Yes. And Morgan, you are our news. We get the news from what you share. So thank you. I know. It's kind of crazy. I think that was the coolest part of my experience is that I just kind of let it all happen instead of trying to dictate what was going to go down. I just was kind of like, this is working and we're just going to roll with it. So I love that. Before we get into the topic that we came here for, I do want to ask you, because I know you do dabble in, I don't know if dabble is the right word, but you do TV stuff. You said you want to get into it more. So can you tell us a little bit more of what you do with Circle All Access 
Yes, it's yeah, it's Circle Access or Circle TV. They're kind of one and the same. Back last fall, I did a pilot was called The Country Countdown. We did three episodes and it's like this. Basically, if you ever watched VH1 Countdown back in the day, where it's very old school, very like counting down the top 10 of different things. That is exactly what it kind of mimicked, but country version and much more elevated. And so um, they took like six of us panelists, brought us in and we like commentated. There was like the hottest country star, hottest country guys, um, hottest country couples. We've since done like the top 10 outlaws, the top 10 country music families and everything you can think of in country music. I don't even know how they came up with all of these different lists. I didn't know there was that many categories in country music. And so after the pilot got bought from Circle TV this past January, um, we started filming the rest of them. So I've since filmed, gosh, I think we filmed like 12, 15 episodes. I'm not entirely sure, but it's a full season. Um, And it's so it did like kind of a mini premiere with a few episodes. Um, And now it's from what I hear, it's going to premiere sometime in the fall officially the whole season. I don't have American cable here, so I just like grasp at whatever people share on social media, but it looks amazing. And I hear a lot of good things about it. And countdown shows are so awesome. I'm, I'm with you, like a little old school, but it's amazing. Yes. And we never really had that for a country version besides CMT, like music videos. So this is like the full blown country version, which has been really fun to be a part of. And I got to play to my very young side where there's times I'm like, I was never alive during any of this, or I got to be like, okay, yeah, I got a lot of opinions on this. So they very much let me be exactly who I am, which was also fun about it. That's amazing. I love that. We are here for a reason. And I do want to say that we mentioned before you joined that we had you on our vision board, although we did not actually create a vision board. It was more in our head of like the different topics we wanted to talk about and who we wanted to talk about it with. And obviously your name was right there because you are on social media every day. Not only that, but I mean, now I am because of the B team group and the moderators that work with just keeping that whole place together. So we figured it would be amazing to bring them on as well. So we're going to ask you some questions. We're going to talk about social media culture. So thank you for fulfilling some of our vision board. Yeah, of course. I'm excited to answer some questions for y'all. Social media is quite the world. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's true. <laughs> All right. So the listeners know that you are the show's digital program director and run social media. But what does your job actually entail for those who don't necessarily know what all of that means? So just like a play by play of my typical day when I go in in the morning, I have about four or five different screens up. One is to live tweet the show as it's happening. One is to live post on Facebook. One is to make sure all of our live streams on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter go according to plan. Another one is to write the blogs that you guys see come out kind of after the show. And another one is to closed caption the videos that come after Eddie edits them together. Um, And then I post them on social media. That's kind of like a step one in my day. That's kind of just like I go in and those are the five screens that I automatically open up right away. step one. I was thinking, how does that fit in 24 hours? You're saying there's more? (laughs) Wow. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. There, there's a lot more. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, sporadically posting on Instagram when we do challenges in studio. And then when artists come in, I'm taking photos of them, editing, editing those photos and putting them on social media when they're ready to be posted. And then writing together those blogs sporadically. So they're all ready to go. Like pretty much every piece of my digital content that I have to put out, I try to have it done by 945 about 15 minutes before our show ends. 
and like the skinny that I do is also another one of the first things that I'll come in and do. I'll find my three stories. I'll record that, get the video together and then Eddie edits together and we try and get that out at the right time. So some of it is all me. Some of it is working with Eddie to make sure he gets it to me in time. So he helps edit together all of the videos for me and puts together what you guys see on the live stream. And I'm monitoring all of it to make sure it goes according to plan. Um, That's kind of the front side of all of it. And then after the show ends, I schedule everything to go out on Facebook and social media. That way you guys can kind of see things throughout the day when we're not in studio. And then throughout the day, I'm checking social media, make sure comments are going okay, make sure there's nothing super negative happening, or if something blows up, if a news story breaks, making sure that gets posted on all of our socials in time. And then on top of that, making sure that everything is going according to plan. It doesn't always happen just because I schedule things. So sometimes I'll have to jump in and do stuff. And outside of doing the digital, it's also monitoring all of our affiliates. I mean, we're on over 150 stations in the country. So all of that content I put together, I send out to them. And I'm also monitoring and answering any of their questions they have when they're posting and making sure their stuff goes according to plan. Because as much as we want it to look good on ours, we want it to look good on theirs too. Because that's really what you guys are seeing is some of that locally than it is for us nationally. So that's part of that too. That's a little synopsis. There's some, there's some more to it. Um, you know, managing numbers, making sure all the analytics and we're hitting all of the goals that we need to do for digitals. Are we getting enough people to go to our website or enough people downloading the podcast? You know, what does it look like for all the other podcasts? So managing numbers and analytics as well, just kind of overseeing them. Thankfully, I don't have to do a lot of math because I'm not very good at that. But yeah, that's a good portion of my job, at least during this show. And then on top of that, just kind of being monitoring 24-7 on all of our socials. Well, no wonder you go to bed early. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I was just listening to what your day was. Oh my God, yeah. I, try, I try to. I, I mean, people will see me like post things at very random hours and it's because I just thought of it. I'll be like, just got done with a work hour. I'll be on a walk with my dog and I'm like, oh crap, I got to do that. And thankfully, I'm a very organized semi-OCD person about a lot of things. So most of the time it, it happens, but like just the thing with social media is that it's so organic too. So when listeners and fans post of things on Instagram and I want to share them on our story that I don't get to dictate when that happens. So I have to be monitoring it all the time. And Twitter, you know, I, I try to make sure I'm retweeting all the show members because at the end of the day, everybody doesn't follow every different account. Somebody maybe just follows Bobby. Somebody maybe just follows the show. Somebody maybe follows all of it. And so at the end of the day, I have to make sure everybody sees everything through the show account, regardless of me thinking they probably already follow it. So that's part of it too. And I don't get to control when all 10 of us tweet and share things. So I have to watch for that as well. What are some of the positive things that you have seen come from social media? So different, different levels. So for like within the show, I've seen everything that happens with Pimp and Joy. I mean, we wouldn't be able to raise as much money as we do. Yes, with the show and yes, with what we do on, on air, but also online. That's a big part of it too, because the reality is nobody listens 100% live anymore. They may catch something now and then and, and not the whole time. They may download the podcast. So I have to make sure that all of those socials stay 100% up to date. That way y'all can go back and find things. So Pimp and Joy is a big part of that, that, you know, we've seen the positive things that happen from that. And of course, all the tell me something goods. I mean, everything that people share online, as much as there's bad, there's good. And that's where so many of those stories come from is something went viral. So 
that is one of them. And, and personally, I follow like uh, lost and found pet pages. Um, and that's where I see a lot of like really positive things happen. You have a lot of good people on there trying to help reunite pets or find lost animals. And I, I mean, if I'm ever having a bad day, I just go scroll that. And although it makes me sad to see lost animals, it makes me really happy to see all the really cool people that found animals and they're taking care of them or people are getting reunited. So that's kind of my safe space, particularly on Facebook. That's definitely one that I've seen, whether it's humans or animals, is just the lost and found side of things. Social media has been a really great factor for that. We wanted to start off with the positive because we believe, and I think the moderators can agree with me on this, is like, we see the positivity in social media. That's why we believe in the community and the friendships that we've made. Audra and I met over social media and so much, I mean, we see so many positive things, but then there is the other side of the negativity. And while we are a private group, so we see a lot, we really, we really see a lot, but we don't see nearly as much as you. So we will discuss a negative part of it as well, but hopefully to spin it into positivity because for us and for the people listening to this podcast, we don't want the negativity. So we're here to learn about how we can use it in a more positive way. So my question for that would be, how would you suggest somebody who's on social media to kind of shield themselves from the negativity that they might see? I don't know that there's a way to shield. I do think that you really have to be in a good place with yourself before considering being on social media. I think that's just a big factor in general with anything in life. You need to be confident and secure in yourself as much as you can be before you subject yourself to outside factors. And that's social media being one of them, right? It's a huge factor for society and stuff. So that, I mean, that's step one, make sure you're good with yourself before you really put yourself into another place that is, you, you can't have control over it, right? I'm kind of a control freak in a lot of areas of my life, but I don't get to have control over what people say or do about me. So I had to let that go. I had to figure that out myself. That was a big step. But then getting on it is just realizing like I've, it took me a long time to figure it out. But most of the time, 99% of the time, the people that are making mean comments and negative things are just very hurt and very sad and insecure in themselves. And while I used to be someone who would troll back, I really like set back from that and more just kind of will make funny jokes back because I know those people are struggling. I've learned a lot in the growth of social media is that these people, as much as they feel very mean and very scary, and some are, there's 1% that you have to be careful of, but the likelihood of that is very rare. And most of the time, it's just people that are very lonely and very afraid, especially after the pandemic. And so when I see those comments, it's more just like, I feel for you and I feel very sad for you that you're going through this and this is your what your outlet, right? And so most of the time it's a block, it's a ignore, it's a restrict. And I just kind of move on and I don't let it internalize. That's the biggest thing too. It's like, it's not me. I know it's not me. And there'll be some days where I'm like, it feels like it's me. It's all me, but it's not. And like the next day I can wake up and I'm like, it's not me. I didn't do anything. I did the best that I could. And I just have to move on because that's what's going to happen regardless if I'm there or not. It's not me. I love that. The moderators are here. Actually, I want to introduce them because I know that we're all going to get this tattooed on our arms. We got some questions that we picked out from our own experiences that hopefully you can guide us with. We have Katie, we have Donna, we have Brenda and Adrian. And Adrian, we'll start with your question because it actually has something to do with what we're talking about right now. Adrian reached out to you in the beginning of this group and you shared about it on the show. And so the two of you are a dream team. You guys are amazing. 
Yes. Well, and two, I mean, you guys know show prep. I just send things in. I don't know if it's going to get used or not. And it got used. I was like, okay, I'm, we're talking about, here we go. How are you, Adrian? I'm good. How are you guys? She's back. This is your third time on the podcast. Yes. Welcome back. <laughs> Thank you. All right, Adrian, what question do you have for Morgan? Morgan, how do you stay so positive and keep such a happy attitude when dealing with all of social media? And I know a lot of that can be negative. I mean, I've really just made sure that I have time for myself is really what it is. At the end of the day, I have to be on it all the time. So I make sure that whether it's when I'm cooking or when I'm watching my favorite TV show or I take my dog for a walk that I am not looking at social media. There have to be those hours of refreshment on my brain or my brain would literally explode. So that's part of it. And exercise is a huge thing for me. I really just, the things that helped my own personal mental health are the same things that help me keep a positive attitude and stay away from that. It all goes together, right? Like being very okay with yourself and and being okay in your mental health is a big part of that, which is very hard. That's a very long and hard journey to get to. But I just found those ways of helping me. If I know I'm having a really hard day, I'm like, okay, I need to go work out. I need to go take my dog for a walk. I need to go for a long drive. And I set my phone aside and whether it's with me or not, I don't look at it. And I just literally refuse to let myself go into that deep hole that it would push me into. So I would just say, try and find the things that are important to you that help you set away what, cause everybody has them, right? Whether it's reading a book or doing something with your kids or your family or going to dinner by yourself. I mean, everybody has that one thing that sets them out. So whatever that one thing is, like take it and run with it when you just need to kind of set yourself aside from everything. Because at the end of the day, nobody else is looking out for you besides you. And you can think everybody is. And we have great friends and we have great people in our lives. But the only person that's going to look out for you and your mental health is yourself. You know what's best for you. So that's the best advice I could give is just really, and don't apologize for it. I mean, sorry, I stepped aside is it really doesn't matter. Like nobody cares. You know, that's the unfortunate reality that I've had to come to is that at the end of the day, nobody cares. So I just cared for myself. And then that in turn allowed me to be positive for everybody else because I knew that I had such a bad struggle. Everybody else was having them too in their own ways. Did you feel in the beginning of that whole process, like somebody does care, like my phone's in my pocket and there's things that I need to do and people I need to respond to. Was it like a learning process? Oh, yeah. It's an everyday learning process because I, I mean, I am, and that's part of it of being a really hard worker too. I mean, I don't put myself first a lot of the time and that is a daily struggle for anybody, anybody that has a job, that's a daily struggle, right? You're trying to put everybody else ahead of you, whether it's family, whether it's your job or, or something else. And that will always be a daily struggle for me. But that's why I found certain things. I'm like, okay, this will turn my brain off, whether it's 30 minutes it's 10 minutes, it will turn my brain off. And I cannot think about anything but this exact thing that I'm doing. And that I found really helped me in every area of my life. But it definitely helps with social media. Yes, I know a lot of people need to hear that. So thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Adrian. Next up, we have Katie. Katie is our newest moderator. And she has her daughter with us. Katie, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? We're doing well. Uh, What's your what's your daughter's name? This is Riley. Hello, Riley. Sorry, I should have asked you before. That's okay. (laughs) Actually, Katie has a question regarding her daughter. So I'm really excited. I love this question. Yes. So hi, Morgan. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Good, thanks. So Riley is 14. Her sister is 15 and a half. And 
My, our question is what advice would you give teens, especially teen girls, just starting their social media journey? Um, We've tried to push it off as long as we could, but everything requires it. Yes, it does. I'm thinking because I, I, I mean, I really, I was the start of it in high school. Like that was my age was when all of this started and I dealt with online bullying. And so it was, it's a very touchy and difficult subject. Um, I would say the best thing you can do for a beginning stage of social media, again, not an expert. So this is just a personal experience thing, but I would just follow. If you have to follow people, follow what's required. If you need to follow your family members, the ones that are good for you. I know there's bad and good and follow accounts that inspire you. Your friends will follow everything and everything that is out into pop culture, whether it's celebrities, whether it's TV shows, whatever. There's accounts for everything now. Brands. Follow the things regardless of what your friends are doing. And I know that's so hard because you want to do everything that your friends are doing. But to stay true to you, follow what's important to you. You know, like I love Taco Bell. Taco Bell, every time I see it, it makes me happy. So I'll follow Taco Bell. I bet it's like the notifications are turned on. It's favorited on Facebook. We know. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, that's a big thing too. Like I don't have notifications turned on for anything that way. I'm not getting, I have OCD about the red button. So it doesn't, it's not even there for me. I look at it when I want to look at it. Um, I would limit yourself to how much you look at it. You know, maybe it's in the morning and maybe it's at night, maybe it's once during the day, whatever that works for you. But I would limit it because right now, and it can be very toxic and you will be on your phone all the time because it's great. For the most part, it's really great. But for the other side of it, it can be really hard and really you're so young and something that I wish we could have learned really early on because we were the first ones to learn it is that you don't need to post everything on there. I have so many horrible photos of me on Facebook that I wish nobody would ever see. Like I am so shocked that I ever allowed those get posted. (laughs) So don't post everything. I had no pictures that looked ugly. I don't know what you're talking about. What? I was like, untag, untag, like, nope, these aren't happening. <laughs> yes, I'm I, like albums upon albums of terrible photos and stupid things I wrote on people's walls on Facebook. With it being Instagram now, you can share things. But so just putting it down to the necessities, limit yourself on it, follow things that only inspire you, people that you really love. I mean, best friends, maybe not even follow like your surface friends. You know, you have your really good friends. Maybe not follow all your friends, just like your really good ones. And then limit what you choose to post. Like maybe wait a day. Do I really want to post that? Do I really want to share that with the world? Um, I wish somebody would have been able to tell me that. You know, nobody could at the time because nobody knew what we were doing. But it will live on forever. And you are going to be the next generation that when you go to hire for jobs, social media is going to be a big impact on that. So just like they make you think about college when you're at the end of middle school and high school, you want to think about social media too, because your digital footprint can mean the utmost of everything, especially if you want to go in a creative role. It could be a great thing to have really great work on social media. It could also be a really negative thing if you go into the business world. So just try to remember that at the end of the day, it's not just about how you feel in that moment. It's how you're going to feel five months, five years, five decades from now. Every time I go to post something, I'm like, okay, in five years, well, I really like that I posted this. (laughs) Most of the time it's a yes now, but 
And I know that's really hard to think about when you're so young and there's so much ahead of you, but that's very important that it, it will stay with you for the rest of your life. And even if you delete it, somehow pops up, I promise. We're telling them that they don't believe us. So thank you. <laughs> listen to you. <laughs> I, I remember people saying like, oh, be careful. You're not going to get hired for jobs. It's all going to come back. And we were like, grandpa, go back and read your book. It's going to be fine. Well, 2021, we're sitting here today. I can assure you that they're looking back at what you posted. We know it. We see it. So yes, it's very real. Like it is, I am so envious of you guys because you get a clean slate. You get a start right now. And everything you do matters. Even if you don't feel like it does, it matters to you internally and to the people that you love externally. So just think about it. I mean, I would just instantly pose. I'm like, yes, yes, everything looks great. And now I look at them like, hmm, yeah, that might not a good idea. Some things are better to be kept for yourself. Some things matter more internally than they do externally. And that took me a very long time to understand that and learn that. So I hope you, it helps and I hope you can take that with what you will, but I know how difficult it is and how much you want to share. So those would be like the best three things that I could probably give. And I hope that helps. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Good luck. Don't, don't do anything I did. If you want to go to my Facebook and see the terrible photos, I promise you won't do them. <laughs> I love the photos people have and they're like, oh, spending a day at the beach. And I'm like, didn't you call into work? And they come back with a sunburn. And I'm like, wait, I saw your Facebook post. And I'm like, I ain't ratting on you. However, <laughs> somebody like, else no. might see that. <laughs> yes. Yes. Audrey and I have discussed about the muting button plenty on this podcast. So no need to bring it up again, but that mute button is amazing. Time out. There you go. And whatever. 30 so, day snooze. Yes. 30 day snooze. All right. Next up, we have Brenda. She is one of the moderators who also puts all her time and love and effort into this. It really is a team work, team job. So um, Brenda, what is your question that you have? If you could have one feature to social media, what would it be? Like maybe a delete forever button for some of these pictures. Because I'm such a foodie. Every time you see somebody post a picture of their food, you could automatically order it. <laughs> Deliver? <laughs> I thought you were, okay. <laughs> if you say this, someone's going to take your idea. This is the kind of stuff you keep to yourself so you could start making bank. Look, I, I got way too much on my plate already. I don't need to add anything else to it. But it was, I was like, you know, it'd be really cool if like somebody posted a picture and you could just press a button and be like, I want that right now. Oh my God, we're all going to gain some weight. <laughs> I know probably too like futuristic, but I feel like that would be really cool because it's already starting to happen like that. So, or maybe at least gives you the store where it's at that you can order from. I don't know. Well, if they're already listening to us on our devices and all of a sudden we get ads on whatever we're talking about now. I mean, that progression just seems like the next step is that it's going to be delivered to my door they're like oh you wanted this for lunch you mentioned it earlier no I don't want this because it's going to go to y'all in America here in Israel we get things like 10 years later I'm not gonna be part of it no way if you want to do it you have to include Israel okay or you can just move here you know (laughs) Morgan so you have been part of the B team group for a while and as moderators we try so hard to keep things positive and we try I mean we we work so hard all day to do it. Um, sometimes, you know, there's people who are negative and on your page, there's a lot of people that come on and say things. Do you think like the show knows the difference between the ones that are positive and the ones that are negative? Because sometimes I feel like we want to be noticed as, as people who are spreading kindness, but then somebody says something like a butthead comment and we're like, no, that's not us. 
here's the thing, like regardless of the page that you're on, whether it's our show page, whether it's y'all's page, the reality is that it's very easy for us to figure out who is probably going to troll consistently and who is going to be kind. It's not, I mean, and that has to be pretty consistent for us to figure it out. You guys are all very consistent in being positive in the things that you share, even when you're commenting on other things that aren't B-team related. We have a few that were like, oh, those are really great people. And we, we know that. And we know a few that are like, no, no, here we go. This is going to be bad. That's not any of you guys. And that's not really, it's not anybody that's really directly associated with the show. I mean, they're, they're constant people that create new accounts and stuff that we're aware of. And it's very few and far between. There's only a few of them. Other than that, everybody gets to have their opinions. And that's just part of our gig, right? You know, we don't, just like I was saying, like, we really try to not internalize a lot of that. So no, none of you guys are ever on the red alert for anything. Well, not <laughs> us specifically. I think the question comes more from people who will will post on the group, oh, Bobby mentioned us on the show and how much it means to them. And I know like that, the passion that we have as B-teamers, like we, we want you to know that the B-teamers are us, the ones that want to spread joy and to donate money for different charities. And you know, there's people that may call themselves B-teamers, but they're not coming from the same place of love. I totally get what you mean. No, no. And you know, I mean, we, we can tell who is really B-teamers and who's kind of medium listeners and who's just kind of short listeners. It's, it's pretty obvious across the board. You can kind of figure it out. So um, no, they don't all get looped together. We say listeners and that's just a direct thing. Cause it's easier than saying there's a B teamers, there's a middle, there's a, then you go on and you're describing the different kinds of listeners, right? What level so B we'll, team are you? Oh, I'm a seven. Okay. All right, cool. That's a no, <laughs> when we, when we say listeners, it's just a, a general one, but yes, it's, it's very easy to tell who's, who's very genuine and very real compared to the ones that aren't, I mean, heck we know, I mean, I'm aware there's an anti-B team page. I'm aware of a lot of things that I don't talk about. So I'm not oblivious to things. I just don't care. And I don't care to give them That's how that we feel to attention. People will be like, oh, did you know that there's an anti-B team group? And we're like, is it on our group? No. Okay. Enjoy it. You know, we're okay. You know, <laughs> it's okay. Well, and you know, to much of what we've learned, if you're doing something right, there's always going to be people that hate it. So yeah. It is what it is. It, it comes with the territory. But yes, we are very aware of who the good ones are. We know that you guys are doing great stuff. There is no negative connotation with anything regarding the B-teamers or listeners in any way. We Just the reality of having a really cool show and things happen. But we know how much y'all care. and We know that it's coming from a place of love. There's not a part of us that gets mad or, or whatever. And now if somebody starts like going full on crazy, we may have issues. But I haven't seen that happen. That's not what this is about. So. Amazing. Well, Donna, you're here. You have a question that's not directly related to social media, but it actually is a question a lot of people have. So by the way, the B team page, the B team group, the Bobby Bone Show page, it's all, it's all chaos right now. Cause we're all here. I was just thinking that. Should we all check our phones? Okay. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. And chaos is happening there right now. <laughs> a lot. Right, Donna, what's your question? Well, Morgan, none of us want to think of Bobby ever leaving the show but we know that will happen. So what do you see you doing going forward when Bobby finally moves on to governor, president, wherever he's going to land? Gosh, I don't know. I mean, I know we say that, but I don't know if he's ever going to leave. I think he may do this forever. Um, I don't, I really don't know. This was my dream job. 
I never really considered it because I never really went into radio, but if, if radio was the dream gig, this was the dream job. Right. So I've, I mean, I've asked myself that since I started the job, I'm like, okay, well, what, what's next after this? Cause I don't know, but I do love TV. I would love to go into TV in some way form, whether it's hosting, whether it's working for somebody like an e-network or whatever. I, I mean, I love pretty much everything in pop culture and all kinds of different genres. So nothing's really off limits for me in entertainment. I'm a, I'm really into all of that. So TV entertainment of some kind, I think is where I would love to veer into, but it's a whole nother realm and I have no idea what could come from there. I mean, I would love to, to be able to do something really cool with a like dessert vegetarian cooking show that would totally be up my alley. Anything like that. I mean, I'm very, I'm very more adventurous than y'all get to see on the show. And I that like just this last week of a trip really pushed me, inspired me to more of the things that I really want to do, which is see the world and experience different food and share it with people. I love sharing things with people and, and getting to be an authentic person. So somewhere in that realm, but I think TV would be the next thing. Cause that was the, the first thing that I would plan to go into. And then, you know, life took different turns. So I think I would try to go back in that direction if I could. You're great on the, on the circled access and stuff. You're wonderful on that. So I could see you right in there. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Thanks for watching. <laughs> yes. We brought it up a little earlier, but I haven't been able to see it. And it bothers me because of the cable here in Israel. I, I did Google it, but it's, it's not, but yeah, no, no, all the clips are amazing and you would be amazing on TV as well. And I did see you mentioned earlier in the podcast that you wanted to be an anchor or for news. And while I did some homework for this podcast, you are great at being an anchor. I might have seen some from 2015 and on. You were great. <laughs> no, I'm serious. You were great. Thank you. I do. I mean, I don't, I, I think TV in some way is happening. Maybe I do go into news, but I, I don't know that news is also going to be around for a terribly long time. So it's kind of part of it. It's kind of changing with the ways of the time and what is going to happen. Because who knows? I mean, TikTok blew up in the last year. There wasn't even TikTok before now. So there could be a lot of ways that social media and things change. And I could be like, this is an epic job that I could go after. But I think I'll stay with the show as long as it works. And as long as everything's moving and going on. But I don't know if I see Bobby leaving. I really don't. <laughs> yeah, we don't want you to leave either. So... We want you there. You're doing an amazing job. I do want to say I feel bad because when I introduced you before you jumped on, I forgot to say you're a TikTok star. Dang it. <laughs> I'm not a TikTok star, but I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. I, I love the videos. I can't get enough. We're trying. Lunchbox and I are trying to do more. We keep getting, ever since the pandemic, we had a lot of time on our hands and now we're like, and I'm like, I don't have enough time for this to keep I up. wondered I was curious how long it actually took to piece one together. And I was like, I don't know if that's a good question because I don't know. Some of them are very easy. Some of them take like three hours and I'm like, I don't have time for that. <laughs> Why doesn't Hillary do it with you? Because you guys are like besties. Does she? Did you ever ask her? Have you ever asked the question? Hey, do you want to do a TikTok with me? We've always talked about it. It's just never happened. Like we've always been like, we should do one. But Hillary's also a little bit more reserved than I am. I think I'm a little wild and crazy. And sometimes I think if I give her an idea, she'd be like, what are you talking about? Lunchbox is very wild and crazy like I am. So that, that helps in that area. But we have talked about it. We've been like, we should do one. And we keep saying we should do one. But it's also like finding the right content at the right time is yep. very difficult. So it's kind of just more of a spur of the moment. I'm like, oh, this is great. This works for this or this works for that. Let me just do a handstand uh, and a Jeep. You know, just, it feels it's just in the moment. Let me just, oh, there you go. 
<laughs> or you do random things and it goes viral and you're like, well, what just happened? Yeah. It's, it's a weird, social media is a weird, very cool world, but very weird. Yes. Thank you for all your questions and stuff. This was super fun. Of course. I mean, we can't think of anyone better because you've shown a really graceful side. I know sometimes there's a lot of heat when it comes to social media and you really do the hard work. This is why we have the moderators here because we get a little taste of what you do. We, we get a lot, but we can't even imagine what you get. And so, I mean, we've mentioned like, what would Morgan number two do in this situation? And so um, we just thank you so much for all the hard work that you do because we're all obviously all big fans of the Bobby Bone show. Um, so we just well, thank you. Make sure to give your guys self enough credit because even if it's on personal social media, it's still hard. So what you guys are doing is difficult and it's awesome that you guys are choosing to do it and want to do it and you're passionate about the show enough to want to do it. So all of that's really cool and give yourselves enough credit because just because it's not the big show, as the guys like to say, doesn't mean it doesn't actually hurt just as much. It could be one or 5,000. It still hurts the same. So give your guys self the credit for everything that you're doing because it's really awesome. And it does take a lot of crap off of you and <laughs> it's a whirlwind, but sometimes it's worth it. I assume a lot of our listeners, cause we do have a lot of B teamers, they know where to find you, but just in case, um, where can people find you? We got podcasts, we got TV. So can you tell us that information? Oh yeah. So all my social media is at webgirlmorgan. My podcast is Best Bits of the Week on iHeartRadio On Demand Bobby Bones Show. Always shows up every Saturday. Um, and then you will see me a little bit on Circle TV coming up probably this fall, I think is when that premieres. I'll definitely post about when it premieres. But then also I'm about to do a few little cooking videos for Circle TV as well. So those will be coming out too. And that's on, you can get, if you can download peacock for free on like an apple tv or a roku or anything like that you get peacock and you just search the channels circle tv is what it's on peacock is free yeah oh so where was all my excuses is in the trash now dang it oh, i'm not a tamer <laughs> i've been moved down to level one that's what <laughs> Do, are you are you able to get peacock there's an ex- express vpn situation that i have going on where i can go on to like you know internet it's super sketchy but super legal so you know I mean, story and she's sticking to it. Please don't get arrested or anything, but yeah, express VPN. It's legal. (laughs) You You never know how far the B teamers will go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, you guys are funny. Thank you guys so much for everything. This has been super fun. Thank you. Like, you are busy. You just told us how busy you are. So, thank you so much. Of course. I'm glad I was able to do it while we had some time off. This was definitely amazing. And now we can like, I don't want to like check you off, but like you're on our, you know, our bucket list, our vision board. And like, maybe we can just like heart. (laughs) No, you check it off. I know how good that feels. You check that off the list. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much. Bye you guys. Have a a good rest of your day and week and we'll see you guys soon. Bye. You too. Bye. Hey everybody. My name is Josh Nichols, and I'm a professional therapist that comes on the podcast from time to time to chat it up with Hadassah and Audra about all things mental health, relational health, and really any other therapy-related or people-related topics. But I'm also here to answer your questions, so I hope that you'll submit those to the podcast. I try real hard to put out quality content on social media, so I'd really appreciate it if you'd head on over to Facebook and Instagram and find me by searching my handle, at Mr. Nicholsworth. I look forward to connecting with you. 
she's so amazing. I love her attitude when it comes to this. I think we did brush over the negativity a bit, but I think one thing we all have in common is we want positivity on social media. So, well, I think the information that she gave on how to deal with the negativity was amazing. And I think the biggest take back is to not give excuses for you taking a step back, which I know just you and I in general, we're, no, we're not able to do something for ourselves, for our podcast or checking up on our stuff and like we're even you know telling each other oh my gosh you know I went and I did this and this is happening and you know as much as we're giving the information to the other person that also we don't have to like feel bad about it Mm -hmm. you know and I think that you and I we still do because we're empaths and that's just how we are but I really love that she expressed that you know you really do need to step back and not have to give you know extend yourself grace. You don't have to give everybody a reason. You don't have to excuse yourself for it. Like, no, this is what it is. And she was right that, yeah, tomorrow is going to be another day and it's going to be another situation. So you can't dwell on the one that just happened because what's around the corner is right there. So I loved it. For anyone who is new to this podcast and maybe you joined because Morgan is on and you wanted to hear what she had to say, let's do a little quick recap of, you know, who we are. We do a podcast every Thursday about about being a bit above where you are right now. So we're just talking about our life. We're not a self-help podcast, but we we live a life where we try to be a bit above the moment we are right now. So, um, you know, our our self-growth is a, a journey and sometimes we focus about sometimes we focus on the future and the the end game rather than the next step above. So, welcome Firstly, and secondly, a big thing that we want is to be able to talk to you. We said this a little earlier in the podcast, but we don't need you to have a following or anything like that. We want to give you the opportunity to be on because we listen to podcasts all the time and we don't get to just call in and say what we have to say. So this is your podcast for that. You can come, you can send us an email, you can find us on social media, you can let us know, hey, I have a story, it's relatable or it's unique, you know, and you want to share it. You don't even have to have ever been on a podcast or even be considered cool to be on here because some people are like, well, I'm not that cool. Uh, Who said cool was a requirement? I'm not cool and I'm still here. I'm not defining whether or not I'm cool. (laughs) No, you're so cool. So cool that I'm practically cold, like six, you know, one foot in the grave cold. (laughs) We have Amy coming on our podcast, Amy Brown from also the Bobby Bone Show. She's coming on the podcast on Monday. So just be sure to look out for that. We got some amazing interviews that we have in line. So don't forget to hit subscribe, follow us. We put out episodes every Thursday, so be sure to look out for that. You can find us on social media at a bit above pod or email us at a bit above pod at gmail.com. The next episode comes out on Monday because we got an extra bonus episode. So we will see you then. Bye.